Are you ready to become awesomer? Hello, everyone. My name is Umar Hamid. I'm your host on the No Limit Selling Podcast, where industry leaders share their tips, strategy, and advice on how you can become better, stronger, faster. Just before we get started, I've got a question for you. Do you have a negative voice inside your head? We all do, right? I'm going to help you remove that voice in under 30 days guaranteed. Not only remove it, but transform it. So instead of the voice that sabotages you, there's one that propels you to much higher levels of performance and success. There's a link in the show notes. Click on it to find out more. All right, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the No Limit Selling Podcast. Today, we have Suzanne Nettles here. She is an ace appointment getter. Suzanne, how many appointments have you gotten over your career using the telephone? For you know what? I don't know, but I do know for the company I'm working for now, it's over a thousand. Wow. And this is just in this short period of time. Yes. So do you know how to make grown men cry? This is a salesperson. Give them a telephone because people are scared of getting appointments, right? And calling people and getting rejected. So uh, tell me, how did you get better? And uh, how do you land appointments with folks out there in the real world? I'm a very genuine person when I'm on the phone. I always work for companies that I truly believe in their product and services. So I'm very transparent. I'm very honest and open. And I honestly want to make that phone call to be one of the best phone calls that person gets today. Brilliant. So that's the intention is to give them the best phone call for the day. Make them smile. I want to make them think, open up, talk to me. I want to make them leave with not feeling bad that they answered the phone from a complete stranger today. So if you called me, what would you say? So you know my name is Umar. So how do you start that conversation? Well, I use somebody's name and say, you know, hello, Umar. I introduce myself. You know, I'm uh, Suzanne Nettles from, you know, a security company. And we are well known in the security business. I don't know if you've heard of us before. But we are very well in the automotive world. We secure businesses using monitoring with live audio, which is very effective against crime. We connect your assets with live audio. And we would love to show you how we do that. Are you open to just a brief, you know, web demo or phone call so we can show you what that looks like? And we can look at your dealership, you know, and give you like our suggestions and and pricing for that. How does that sound? That sounds good. And how? what are the typical objections they get? So out of 10 people, how many people say, yes, Suzanne, I want a demo? You know what? In the past, I could do that and make like, if I made 10 phone calls, no, if I made 22 phone calls, I would get an appointment within 20 nice. years. And that's when you were on your heyday? Yeah. And before COVID, you know, COVID kind of changed things. You know, when we were calling right when COVID started, Oh my gosh, I got dreadful conversations about, you know what, this isn't a good day. I'm going to have to lay off half my staff. You know, I said, you know what, I totally understand that. How about we, we talk about this like in a couple months or something? Brilliant. Or you could say, well, if you let go of one more employee, you could afford us. No, don't do that. That would be bad. <laughs> so basically, you basically get to the point. Yeah. Hey, John, this is Suzanne. I'm calling from a security company. We're the number one player in this area. We help protect uh, dealers with video, with audio, and that really protects. We'd love to set up a demo for you. Would you like to do that? Pretty much that's your pitch? Yes. And what day, you know, on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays, 
what's best for you? You give two choices. Nice. Presumed close with two times. So our people, and we've, they're on the call today, we've got Arij and Shafak, and we're going to get them to ask questions in a minute. So one of the questions they get asked a lot is, how did you find me? Isn't a, for some reason they get that a lot. So how do you answer that? Do you just tell them I found you online or? Yes, I do get that. Especially if I have somebody's cell phone number, they say, how did you get this phone number? And I say, you know, be honest with you, there's data out there. You know, I, I check on things like Signal Hire or Seamless AI, and it has those numbers. And, and so I just you know, look for phone numbers of businesses and their direct phone numbers. And sometimes I get cell phone numbers and that's how I found you. Or and I found your name on the website and I understand that you're the general manager or the owner. And so that's why I'm giving you a call. So you're booking appointments, one out of 22 calls. So probably out of a hundred, you're doing about five appointments mm-hmm. a day, which is uh, pretty fabulous. So uh, Shafiq Arich, do you have any questions for uh, Suzanne? Uh, yeah. I have a question. I mean, uh, I get asked this a lot. So uh, right now, what we are doing is we are booking people for a podcast for for like 40 minutes. It's a 40 minutes podcast. A lot of people, since they've not heard of the company, they become a bit hesitant and, you know, understandably so. So uh, what worked best in that scenario was that I asked them to have a 10 minutes prep call with us an introductory call between Omar and, you know, that particular person. And that sort of worked somehow, that sort of. So the question is? Yeah. So the question is, how do I get them directly opt or say yes to the 40 minutes call instead of the prep call? You know what? Sometimes when people have never heard of you at all, and <sighs> careful that you're not somebody who's trying to cheat them or somebody who's dishonest. So they may need more information like an email, you know, with a link to the website, that kind of thing. I've had to do that lots of times because they just didn't hear of us before. And they just want to check us out before they say yes to a phone call or web meeting. And I totally understand that. So I say, okay, I will send you an email with some information about us. And how about if I just call you back tomorrow? That is certainly simple. And another thing to add to it, Shafiq, is this is, Hey, John, I'm not surprised to hear you say that. You know, a lot of people haven't heard of Umar, but he's had, you know, the number one realtor in the U.S. on the show. He's had the number one realtor in Canada on the show. And in that community, he's quite well known. And that's exactly why we should have you on the show. And the key phrase is that's exactly why we should have you on the show. Just go for another close. So if you need to send an email, you could do that, but it delays it. People want to be heard and just saying, hey, I totally get that. I didn't even want to work for Umar, but when I met him, he's a delightful man. And you could even just use humor to go there. Does that help answer your question, Shafiq? Yeah, that pretty much covers it. Yeah, thank you. Cool. How about you, Arik? What are you hearing and how can Suzanne help you? Uh, I think Suzanne already covered my question, which was that, you know, people ask me a lot, did you search me? Or um, how did you find me? Where did you get my number from? So she pretty much, what are are my takeaways from Suzanne are that she was very honest that yes, we searched them on Google or on website, right? So that's my takeaway. And she answered my problem or question. So a lot of times, you know, how you are finding them is, you know, we put, you know, successful realtors in Google and your name came up. 
Mm-hmm. I was looking for successful realtors and I found you. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to say, well, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not that successful. Everyone goes, oh, really? Wow. <laughs> yes. And Omar, I really like how you said that, you know, uh, we have interviewed the very first or the best realtor in U.S. or Canada. Can you share their names with us as well in case if they ever ask, just like randomly on a group? Sure. Uh, I'll let you know who the one uh, the superstars are. We had uh, Kyle Siebold. He does 500 transactions by himself every year, which is just an insane number. Most people are getting like maybe... 30 or 40 or 50 before they have like other realtors helping them. And this guy's like a beast. So we've had amazing people coming on. So we'll talk about name dropping, which uh, always helps. Uh, I have one question from Suzanne. So Suzanne, you know, this appointment booking thing sometimes gets very tricky. Sometimes, you know, you're doing exactly what you do every single day. Yet some days are bad days and you don't get appointments. So how do you keep yourself motivated in that situation? And what would be kind of key takeaways from you? How do you overcome them? Or what is it that you do? Is it more dials that you do? Is it like how you keep up your motivation? A little differently than my teammates do that are newer. Some are newer, you know, and they just go by a list and just call. My experience has been since I've started working for the company was knowing who I was calling, looking up in our database as to who we spoke to in the past. So I don't dial blindly. I look them up and see, hey, we gave you a proposal like a year ago with, you know, such and such person, you know, so we've already opened the door at your dealership before. You already met with us. We'd like to to revisit that or see what's changed this year. And it always helps to know who we already spoke with. They may not even be there, which there's lots of changes in the automobile business, you know, with who the service manager is, who's ownerships. I mean, they're changing ownerships all the time. So it's, but it's helpful, even if the, that person is no longer there to say, hey, we met with this person, you know, and, and we've, we've looked at your deal. We've been at your dealership before. And so that makes it a little bit more warmer, you know, lead, you know, because we've, been there before. Also with certain industries, you know that some days are really, really bad not to bother someone. For automobile dealerships, for general managers, you do not bother them at the end of the month, the last day of the month. You, Especially if it's on Friday and the last day of the month, or you just don't do that. Because if you call them, they're going to assume it's like wanting to buy a car from them. And when they hear that it's not, oh my gosh, you know, that is, you're working at a disadvantage. And actually I have been cussed out before. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, that was me. So that doesn't count. Uh, so a region, another way of thinking about this is, so I was talking to this guy, he uh, works uh, at a printing company. And I noticed in LinkedIn before I called him that he used to work for Hewlett Packard and I did some consulting for Hewlett Packard. So as we're chit-chatting about, you know, hey, how are you? Da, 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 da. I can feel a coldness coming from his side. Like, who the hell are you? Why are you calling me? And then I go, oh, you know, uh, I noticed that you worked for Hewlett Packard five years ago. I used to work for them in Canada. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, you're part of my tribe. Really? Do you know so-and-so? So this two human needs. Uh, One of them is to be an individual. Look at me, I'm pretty. And the second need is to be part of a tribe. 
So when we came out of the caves, our survival depended on being part of a tribe. And if we did something wrong and the tribe sent us, shunned us, say, get out of the tribe, we would be killed by animals or other tribes. So what we need is any kind of connection with the person we're calling. Like sometimes as little as, hey, Suzanne, I noticed you went to this university. My second cousin went there as well. And Suzanne's going to say, really? Your second cousin? And all of a sudden it builds a connection. I didn't even go there. It wasn't even my, my cousin. It's a second cousin. <laughs> That's all you need is some connection. So sometimes doing a quick search and going, oh, this realtor won an award. It's like, you know, hey, John, how are you? This is a reach. We're calling you to be on the podcast. And I noticed you won an award last year. Uh, tell me more about that. And then I'm going to go, an award? Well, let me tell you how fantastic I am. So just find any small thing to connect. And I think that's what Suzanne's saying. A little bit of research goes a long way. Yes. Right, right. Lots of research now, actually. Nice. So Suzanne, tell us about sometimes you have, this is what uh, a region Shafika finding, like sometimes they're just hot and they're just like everyone they call wants to say yes. And then other days, nobody wants to talk to them. And it seems to be like a pattern that day. What do you do when you've got a day with just a, a bunch of no's? Any thoughts? I have to like look back at my month to say, oh, you know what? Yeah, this is tough, but I really know how to do this. And also sometimes, you know, if it really is a bad, like nobody is saying yes, you know, or maybe it's that, maybe it's that, you know, time of the month for that particular industry yeah. that, you know, they are working on getting their own sales or they may be away, like a whole bunch of people are meeting at the same place that day. So I don't use that time to... Uh, sharpen up my email, sharpen up my dialogue, do some research, send out emails, do something else that's productive. It may not be phone calling that day, but it'll be another way of being productive to keep it moving, you know? Yeah, don't stall. And uh, one of the things really that I'm taking away from this conversation and others that we've had is this does not have to be a complicated thing. You're going to get some yeses, you're going to get some noes. And uh, basically the format is, say the person's name. Yes. Hello, Suzanne. As soon as you say that, people respond. They're in a party, they're in a crowd, they're in a mall, and someone says, Suzanne, even though they're not talking to you, Suzanne, you're going to turn around and go, what? Hello. So people love the sound of their own name. So when you call the person, hello, Suzanne, this is Umar from No Limit Selling. The reason I'm calling is to invite you to come on our podcast. We interview leaders on how they grow their people, their revenue, and themselves. This is a great opportunity for you to showcase your company, yourself, and any new initiatives. We'd love to have you on the show. Done. Either they say, who is this? Then you get to say, hey, this is Shafak. This is why I'm calling. Or how did you get my uh, name? I was on Tinder. I saw your profile. No, don't say that. That would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I do name drop. We already work with some of the largest automobile dealerships. And I do mention that. I say, hey, you know, there's the top 150 auto groups. We work with many of them. And we work with five of the eight largest ones. So why play coy? Why don't you just name drop? Like, hey, we work with, you know, Mileage One. And we work with this company. Or do you not actual name drop but you say where they are in the scheme of things i try not to name drop i mean there are some names i am allowed to name drop 
because some of them don't want to be name dropped. Yeah, you got to ask permission for sure. Brilliant. Suzanne, are there any questions that we should have asked you about how to be effective at landing appointments that we did not? Hmm. I can't think of any at the moment. One thing I do do that lots of people don't do, think about or do, after I have an appointment, I always write a handwritten thank you note with my business card. Nice. That's that's beautiful. And one of the things we can do, because we're not actually there, because, you know, we're remote from these folks, right. uh, like not in the same country sometimes, is to just drop a little video saying, you know, hey, or an audio file. Hey, this is, uh, this is AJ. Thanks so much for uh, coming on our podcast. I heard the episode. You were amazing. Uh, looking forward to our next conversation. Cool. Especially if you can actually cite something they said. Mm -hmm. So have you been trained to do this, uh, Suzanne? And do you get ongoing training to uh, stay sharp? At different jobs, they did train me on my positions. And I also joined a professional group, the American Association of Inside Sales Professionals and their conventions. And I listened to their, read their white papers. I watched their Monday morning sales minutes and I go on LinkedIn and I watch, you know, other professionals present different things. And, and I try to learn from other people. So a friend of mine, his name is Steve Richard. He's one of the founders and did a lot of the content for that organization. So we had him come to Baltimore. He's on stage and he teaches people how to do set appointments. And then at the end of it, he says, you know, is there anybody out in the audience that's having trouble landing an appointment with someone? Someone puts up their hand and he goes, okay, what's the name of the person you want to get hold of? They go, Billy Bob. They go, uh, what's your name? They go, whatever their name was. And oh, by the way, what do you sell? And then he gets his iPhone, his microphone's over here, lapel mic, and he dials the person and lands an appointment without knowing the industry, without knowing the person, just having a conversation. And that is a magical thing to watch. And it just shows you that you don't need to be a genius in your field. You just need to be able to connect to the other human being, break them out of their spell. Everyone's in a spell that they're like busy with their day. They're thinking about, you know, why their spouse hates them or whatever. And you need to snap them out of the day. And the way to do that is to use their name and get to the point. Yeah. And by saying, hello, how are you? How's your day going? From the experts, what I'm hearing is nobody wants to hear that because you don't really care. Most people don't care when they say, how's your day going? It's just like a filler. Just get to the point. Hi. Hi, Suzanne. My name is Umar. Uh, the reason I'm calling is to have you be a guest on our podcast, or the reason I'm calling is to have you use our service to sell your home or whatever it is. And then go, okay, you got my attention with my name. I know who you are. I know what you want. And then you do a sentence or two and then ask them, are you ready to book an appointment? In which case they're going to say, yes, I am. Where have you been all my life? Or no. And people won't say just no. Typically they'll go an objection. We're too busy right now. We don't have enough money. We don't have this. We don't have that. And as soon as you hear an objection, what you need to do is say, empathize. Hey, I get that. A lot of people are going through this circumstance right now. But you know what? ABC company had the same thing, and that's how they reacted. But now they're a customer, and they're our number one fan because what we allowed them to do is this. And that's exactly why we should get on a call together. Mm -hmm. 
Suzanne, thank you so much for being on the show. Areej and Shafiq, thank you for coming on and asking questions. Are there any last questions that come up for you before we let Suzanne escape and get on the, enjoy the rest of her day off? Yeah, thank you so much, Suzanne. Just one question. So we, you know, clients ask us to send them emails. We send emails. What's the threshold of follow-up calls or follow-up emails? Like how many time should we call them after we like either discard them from our list or close the uh, like the deal okay i do read about cadences and what i read before i i started this was predictable revenue and it talks about cadences you know your phone call then your email your phone call your email and how to stretch them out so that's very important your cadence because you don't want to be too soon after each other, you know, like your second phone call shouldn't be like the next day, you know, you have to give some space or else you look like you're stalking somebody. But I have read that in the past you could get somebody on maybe less than six phone calls. And now it's different. Now it's around eight, like eight touches, touches meaning an email or phone call. Um, And do not give up after three is what I'm saying. Really, it's it's longer and you have to stretch it out. I, I would say and now it's about eight. And one of the nice things, I absolutely agree with you, Suzanne. One of the nice things is this, is that nobody remembers what they had for lunch today, okay? And they certainly don't remember you if you were an unwelcome phone call. It was just you were a bothersome phone call. They hung up. As soon as they hung up, they've forgotten you. And when you call back tomorrow, it might be a better time. And they're like, oh my God, thanks so much for calling. And they've forgotten that they hung up on you the day before. So keep going. Don't be a pest. But even if you call more often, they're not going to remember generally because they're too busy with their world and what they're doing. But yeah, having a cadence, I think is so important, Suzanne, because if you can say, I'm going to call on day one, I'm going to send an email right after my call. I'm going to call on day three. I'm going to send an email. And then after the email, second email, I get a return phone call. And it's like, wait a minute. What if I made the second email, the first email, would I get more return phone calls? And once you have something predictably made, this mechanism, you can start examining it and making it better. But if you just do it willy nilly and you don't have a cadence and you don't have a process, then you never know what's working and what isn't. So it's really important to say, this is our process. And then we can always improve our process as we move forward. And one of the things I'm asking, uh, this is going to make AJ and Shuffuk really nervous, is I ask clients, oh, you were talking to Shuffuk. Uh, how did that call go? What did she do well? What could she do better? And uh, people love you guys. But sometimes I get a, you know, this person didn't really answer this question to my satisfaction. And in which case, then I coach you guys on how to do that. So asking customers, you know, what's working, what isn't. Especially when you go on a call and they say, I absolutely don't want this. And they said, hey, I totally get that. You don't want this. Can I ask a quick question? How did this call go? Did I do a good job? What could I have done better? And sometimes people go, you know what? The opening was good, but it got muddled over there. And people will be happy to give you feedback. I'd say probably half the people will give you feedback because they're salespeople too. And they feel your pain, sister. Perfect. Thank you. Any more questions for you, Arish, before we let uh, Suzanne go and start her afternoon drinking? Very wholesome uh, conversation. And thank you so much, Suzanne, for taking our time. I've literally noted down some points and they'll really help us 
get definitely more appointments. Oh, wonderful. It was such a pleasure to meet all of you. And, and I hope you all do well. I really, that book called Predictable Revenue is a very short book. And honestly, it's an eye opener. Oh, we'll, we'll get it for the staff. Suzanne, thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star rating. And if you're looking for more tools, go to my website at nolimitselling.com. I've got a free mind training course there that's going to teach you some insights from the world of neuro-linguistic programming, and that is the fastest way to get better results.